I'm looking for tattoos. <laughs> Temporary tattoos. Do you guys want some stick-on tattoos? Because <laughs> I'm getting some. Neat. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I am joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. This is not the beginning nor the ending of this podcast, but it is a beginning. Because we're starting the new year right by forcing Helen to watch season two of The Wheel of Time. Yay! Yay! (laughs) 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 Sorry. I wasn't... I knew it was going to happen, but I wasn't expecting quite so unenthused a yay from Helen. (laughs) Yes. So um, I'm using my older sister bullying privileges. <laughs> this is how we work in this family and we're forcing Helen me. to watch it. We'll do something nice for Helen after we're done. Yeah. Um, so this episode, it will contain spoilers through to Season 2, Episode 1 of Prime Video's television adaptation of The Wheel of Time. If you want to hear our coverage of Season 1, you will need to go back to the beginning of the podcast. Apologies for the sound quality. Helen got a better microphone halfway through. Yeah, our coverage. I'm using the same headset today. I just don't have the microphone plugged in. <laughs> yeah, and that is fine. You've got a good microphone. <laughs> We're progressing um, with our technologies throughout our podcast history. Yes, <laughs> yes. different ways of recording as we go. Um, so also, Amber warning for book spoilers, just because we might refer to how some events of the th- first three books have been adapted and the changes that have been made. Um, and also, Caitlin has trouble differentiating between the TV show, the books, and her very elaborate headcanon. So- it's not elaborate, it's truthful. <laughs> yes, the correct story. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I love it. Um, and I don't understand so- time, which makes sense in a book that... It doesn't necessarily time. follow a like proper timeline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Caitlin might just come up out with something. Um, and I'll do my best to delete any like real big spoilers. So Caitlin, yeah. we are about two thirds of the way through The Shadow Rising, which is the fourth book of the series. We do it pretty well, actually, because you've only been reading forced reading them to me for like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, but this one has taken like half a year. We have <laughs> been struggling with life stuff yes we've been very busy it's been hard to find story time um helen's a never reader yeah never read it (laughs) yeah not interested in it we're making her watch it um we need her um dramatic retellings that's her (laughs) skill yeah we need her dramatic retellings and she also needs to understand when i go the doby doby dope yeah (laughs) who that is um and i'm fully spoiled i've read the whole the whole series um, and I've watched so. And Caitlin, you've also ro- watched all of season two already. Yes. So we're getting sort of Helen's um, raw reactions. Yeah, Helen's raw. Through. I'm mildly confused, and yeah, I've forgotten I know exactly almost what's going everybody on. except like the main people. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. reading my note, like because what I did when I watched the series is I got Aaron's go ahead that they were all finished, so I didn't have to wait, which I mm. just wouldn't have finished it yeah, if I had to wait. It. And then I messaged Aaron <laughs> with my thoughts, stream yeah. of consciousness. And so, like the first two sort of seconds of the episode, the first episode of season two, I go Rosamund Pike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot who it was I until then. Yeah, <laughs> like oh my god, what a surprise! Um, yeah. And for um, full spoiler coverage. 
um, you can check out Behind the Timeline podcast. They do, they have, we we did. You want to start that sentence again? <laughs> yes. Uh, I was a guest with Lindsay um, on that podcast. We did a Dark Friends social. So we spent hours breaking down each of the episodes um, and it was very good fun. And so check that out. We also did it as the show came out. So we hadn't seen some of the episodes as we went. Um, so, yeah, so if, you, if you're fully spoiled and you want my thoughts on, like, the fully spoiled thoughts, they're over on Behind the Timeline podcast, Dark Friends Social with Lindsay. It was good fun. So I have to say, we, so we watched um, episode one. Yeah. Me and Helen did. Yeah. Caitlin watched it yesterday. Um, and as soon as it finished, Helen said, Oh my goodness, Loyal's alive. Yes. Which is the most important important one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. Because he got stabbed last time. I was like, no, Loyal. Yes. Loyal's amazing. Beautiful voice. We love Loyal. So um, the episode begins with a recap of season one, kind of. You get that, like, previously on the Wheel of Time. Mm. Did it give you enough, Helen? Did you kind of remember? Because it's been two years. And it's like the, I can't remember all the details, but I sort of remember the main events, I guess. Yeah, so we were introduced to the Emmonsfield Five, which is Rand, Matt, Perrin, Egwene, and Nynaeve. Yeah. They were living in a little town. Town got uh, attacked, people got attacked by Trollocs. We met Maureen and Lan. Maureen's a magic lady and Lan's her water, and they like took them away, and there was all stuff, and then they got split up. And then they met Loyal and then they ended up going through the ways to the eye of the world and Rand faked his death. Yes. Yes. And Loyal got stabbed. Yes. And Moraine can't do the thing. Yes. And Lan is very sad because she very locked up their bond it. before she did that and now he can't yeah. hear her at all. Yeah. And gone, and can't get to it. Yeah. And Matt and ran away. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. So the first scene, we have our cold open. Um, that we in the fandom call the Dark Friends Social. What happened, Helen? Ah, uh, yeah, there's that little girl playing outside, but then she sees a monster and runs inside, and there's the the bad guys, I guess. They're all in cloaks, and she's under the table, and you can hear them talking about hunting down Rand and stuff. Then she runs up to one and be like, Mom, and then... The guy from last time, the the bad man, the bad, the the big bad evil guy <laughs> that I can't yeah. remember what they call him. I think ducks they, down and just called, talks. They called him the like man, man in black or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, like but that. he did a, he did a whole villain monologue to the little girl about. Yeah, how yeah, he, he was uh, just ducks down and talks to her all like you know how you know how do you tell if something's really evil just because it looks like a monster or something mm-hmm. like that. What and makes a monster and what makes a man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then so she has this very sweet moment where he like t- goes out and shows her the monster. It's like, see, he's not bad. And they he's sort just of a pet. pet it. <laughs> and yeah. just, and he might just be hungry. Yeah, <laughs> might just be hungry. And it's like, oh, that's actually like really sweet. But it's probably, a ho- but the whole atmosphere is kind of manipulative kind of feelings to it. <laughs> oh, you think yeah. he's manipulating? No, it's just got this really dark um, atmosphere that's like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. 
Yeah. It's, it's nighttime. This little girl's been playing outside whilst all the adults were inside. In Doing like a, a really spoopy lit. cult thing going on there. Yeah, yeah spoopy <laughs> cult, dark red social. And, and then he's talking so normal to her. It's like, yeah, yeah. I love how I've got emotional like, whiplash We're in the now. middle of a meeting. <laughs> like, an like the most meeting. corporate thing yeah. ever, ever, like, ever. Yeah. Like, we're in the middle of a meeting and you're interrupting. Did you notice anything about the people, like, under the table? Um, one had really long nails. Yeah. <laughs> or something. And they were, like, like knitting needle type length. It's like, oh, what the heck is yeah. that? Heck in long nails. There was, a la- there was a close-up on a lady with a black glove wearing a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looked like an Aes Sedai ring. Mm-hmm. Probably. The bad guys are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a close-up of a dude with, like, the um, symbol, the Shinar symbol that we see later in the episode. Which we haven't seen yet, so Helen wouldn't have recognised with anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, are these words that I've heard before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all this stuff going on. Yeah, it's all very interesting. So I think the whole um, – and he, he says that he is – forsaken like he gets called forsaken but he says we chosen so he calls himself chosen um and but other people call him forsaken and that they also call him things like father of lies and he's like they're such mean names they call me mean things i'm not that bad they just don't understand me i just misunderstood (laughs) yes Um, do you think he's misunderstood oh god i mean the whole um the whole show kind of, um, fra- what is it, like frames the like Aes Sedai people as being actually they're all kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually the bad guys are probably the good guys. Uh, yeah, but also at the same great. time I got this vibe of like women in power being, oh, that's not a good thing kind of framing to yeah. it. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember we prob- had a whole philosophical discussion when we did the last season where, where we were like some people – are like the bad guys because they just want everything to stop because everything sucks so hard. It's mm. better to just stop rather than repeat the same bad things over and over and over mm. again. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the character Dana, the really cool yeah. girl who like attacked Rand and Matt. Kick-ass in lady. Yeah, and got <laughs> knifed in the throat. Yeah. Which was very cool. Yeah. And also we haven't seen Tom for a while. No. He got eaten by a Oh, Tom, yeah. Boo. Mm. We didn't yeah. see it. It didn't happen on screen. He's coming back just like Loyal. Uh, Loyal came yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, Loyal yeah. came back. <laughs> yeah, we saw Loyal, Loyal, Loyal stabbed. got stabbed on screen. So like, yeah. no. <laughs> back, yeah. yeah, so I think I think the this sort of cold open to the season, it's kind of setting up the whole monster versus man question. Like, And so there's kind of like there's going to be lots of grey. Mm. We're not going to be able to tell who's evil and who's not um, necessarily. Yes. Not necessarily. So then mm. we get to Rosamund Pike. Yeah. Mm. And sad Alan. What's going on, Helen? Um, this is the part where we where um, Moraine's filling up the buckets from the well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> she has and a very sad bath. bath. It's cold and she can't magic it like she did yeah, in the Yeah, it's just this moment where she, she just kind of hugs herself. It's like, oh, Moraine. And Rosamund yeah. Pike does this amazing thing where, like, She's really upset, but her face is only like a little bit showing it because she's hiding it. He's and trying. she's just she's yeah. trying so hard and she's just looking at what she's trying to achieve and it's not working. And then she just crumples up into a little ball and it's so 
sad. So and then sad. sad. Alan is sad too. Yeah, yeah. he's doing his sword things, and he's just he's just like so sad the whole time. He's this whole like, episode oh. is quite melancholy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so as we go talking about, we'll talk about all of Moraine's stuff. Um, we'll divide things up by like characters and locations and things. So rather than jumping between scenes like chronologically, we'll just go through all of the stuff. So all of Moraine's stuff. She has a sad bath, and then we meet Adelaus and Vandine. No, we meet Adelaus and Varen. Cool I don't know anyone's names. Varen. Yeah, the it's cool Vandine older ladies. So I always just like. The, the, the two ladies <laughs> and the guy that kind of reminds me yeah. of um, Obi-Wan Kenobi's master. What's his name? Yeah. Qui-Gon. Yeah, Qui-Gon, that's one. It's one of the Just his whole vibe too is like he's got the wise Jedi master vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So he's um, through some shit. Now he's teaching is... the young people what's up. Yeah. Yeah. So Adelaide is the one who's lounging on the chair. She's got a bit of a hangover and she's and just And can you please move away land. so I can look at Lan without a shirt yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. And encourages him to take off his pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it must be so hot. warm in those woolen pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's so funny. And yeah. then later, I love it later when they're like sitting out down to dinner and they're like, do we need to wait for more rain? And Lan's like, yes. And Adelaide is like, no, she's like, <laughs> already started halfway through like, nothing. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> <away. laughs> she's really cute. I love her. Yeah. Um, Varen is the other Sedai there, um, the like sensible one, I guess. The one and Tomas is the dude who is Varen's water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the sensible lady and the sensible older guy. Jedi master. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. And then we meet Bail Domon. Who's the rider who comes in. And you had some stream of consciousness about him, didn't you, Caitlin? I'm just going to read what I messaged you about the first episode. So Uh it goes. Hang on. It's my page refreshed, which is really annoying. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Um, So I I told you that I was going to watch Wheel of Time now, and it's Rosamund Pike. Okay, Dark Friend Social, go hard. That's cool. Rosamund Pike! Oh, no, her bath is cold. Oh, no, sad Alan. I want Moraine's office and Doby Doby's hat. Yes. <laughs> and, and why is she being mean to Alan? He's just a pretty sad boy. <laughs> that, that's the whole eclipse of that episode of, like, the first half of the episode of reintroducing things. Yeah. 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 Moraine's not telling him things and he's upset about it even mm. more now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, so he's struggling and she's struggling and they're not talking to each other, but he wants to talk and she doesn't. And that's yeah, the crux she's being of... a total bitch. Like, what's yeah. her what's her plan? What's she doing? Why is she yeah. being a bitch? Well, she's not changed her behaviour towards him at all. They do say it later in the episode. Like, he's like, before we had the, the bond, which would tell me if she's hungry or she's tired or she's sick or she's worried or anything like that, and now we don't have that at all. And... Mm-hmm. um. He's he's missing that because he he was using that as like a crutch to like have communication, like with figure his out how what she's, yeah. yeah, and yeah. now he, he doesn't have it, so he doesn't he know knew. what to do, and yeah. she can't she, she can't tell him because she's never told him. He's just worked it out from the bond and and all of that. And there's like a conversation later on when they're sitting down and the 
they're asking if Lan if like they should wait for Moraine to come to dinner. Mm. Where they like they literally sit him down and go, okay, so becoming disabled <laughs> later in life is really hard. It's really <laughs> hard to talk about. It's really hard to like get your head around the betrayal of your body, and all of that is really really difficult. And it's not on her to make you feel better right now. She's struggling. Mm-hmm. You need to use what tools you have already to, like, help her if you want to continue that relationship. And he goes, ah, okay. I was like, that's the bit where he's like, well, you need to be quiet and listen. He's like, that's the first time no one's, one's ever told me to be quiet. Because she did a quiet yell. Because <laughs> like, wow. wow. he did a quiet yell. Yeah. Yeah. Epiphany moment. <laughs> yeah. But at like, at, especially at the very end, because she's quite short with him and mm. it's like she knows he's upset and she just won't give him anything. But then at the very, very end, after they get attacked by the fades and they're like lying there dying and he like reaches for a hand, she pulls her hand away. She's like, fuck you. Yeah, well, she's hurting. Mm. Yeah. And it, like yeah, I mean, she's struggling and he's mm. he's having, like he's constantly reaching out to her mm-hmm. and the burden of making him feel better about the situation is is he's putting on her. And like, yes, that's a relationship. But also it's incredibly exhausting when you're struggling yourself mm. to be able to manage others' emotions about you. Okay. Which is that's where a, that, yeah. that whole conversation gets like I actually think it later in later in my stream of consciousness, I actually mentioned that about how like sit down and let's have a conversation about disability. Yeah. Hang on. What did I yeah, say? Yeah, that's interesting because when I, like, watching the first time, like, with this episode, I was like, it seemed to me that Maureen was actively pushing him away and not yeah. giving him anything and then she's also dealing with this, like, new disability. Mm. Yeah, she's that's what it both. looked like to Like, she, she's, never, she's never been a soft and warm person. Like, the entire first season, all of the, like, secret conversations, all of the secret stuff between Moraine and Lan, where always Moraine would just, like, raise an eyebrow and Lan would know what that meant. Mm, And Moraine would just, like, look off into the distance and Lan would know what that meant and he would go and do, which is the bond. Mm. But now she looks at him and he doesn't accept, I don't want to talk about it right now. She's not going to say it. She's expecting the bond to say it for her, but she can't. And the actual sitting down and explaining to someone else what your emotions are right now when you're not entirely certain you're just sad and angry and hurting and unable to properly look at what's happened to you it's it's hard Hmm. yeah at the same time she's still relying on that bond that's not there anymore so she hasn't changed her what she's anything she's doing either yeah like she she doesn't she's not necessarily in the right place to do that for alan well for lan yeah for like, land. Well, it seems like it's a big change starting, for both of them. It's it seems like he like after that little talk with Tomas. Yeah, like he hmm. started to like He's like, okay, and he's I, gonna Okay, like, I'll meet you halfway kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's still not yeah. Well they didn't get he didn't get a chance to really yeah. do it because yeah. she's she's she ran away. Yeah. Um, but let's talk yeah. about Bail Domon and that little interaction. So Beodomon is like this pirate guy in the books. And I love the way he talks. He's like, this do be that. Like he talks like a pirate. Um, which 
when you read it, it's really kind of obvious, but like just listening to him talk, it's kind of a little bit more subtle, even though he's like saying all the right things and stuff. No, um, he in the in the show, he's exactly how you read the book to me. With yeah, him. it's he's doobie yeah. doobo. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> um, so he is this mysterious visitor, and he's got some a bunch of stuff to like sell Moraine because he's like a merchant, um, mm. and he pulls out this piece of Quendia. Which looks an awful lot like the thing that broke at the end of season one. Do you remember that, Helen? I remember there was a thing that broke, but I don't remember what it was, what it did. Yeah, so it was like a big thing that they were standing on. And it was yeah. it looked a little bit like, you know, in the cold open, the little girl was playing with that like big stone thing and it had the little like yin yang symbol in the middle. There was like a bigger one of those at the eye of the world. Yeah. That sounds and that, cracked like ran yes. cracked it um when he like banished the mysterious dude the yeah. the man and um who like smiled as he disappeared and then later once ran's gone and land finds moraine she's holding like a bit of it and she's like this is quendia and it's broken um and i think that uh, we fucked up yeah it's like i fear that this was only the first battle not the last one Oh, she's mm. got such... Rosamund Pike. <laughs> Pike. Yeah, she's really cool. So Baildermont's got another bit of Quendia and he says that it was a moon dial near a city called Kyrian. Actually, there's a country called Kyrian and the city's called Kyrian too. So he's like, there's a moon dial and it just, I don't know, broke one day and it had this, like, poem written all over it and then Maureen, like, fleeces him out of the poem. Yeah, yeah, because she's sneaky gal. And I know what this yeah. means now, but I'm not going to say it because that's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we find out what the poem says later. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we don't in this episode. No. Um, any thoughts on she, that, Helen? It's like ah, uh, she tricked him out of the thing, and now he's not gonna be happy. But then he was like, ah, oh, serves me right. <laughs> yeah, then, I love how like he's bargaining, and he's like all sweaty, and he's like, is she gonna take it? <laughs> yeah, she does like, this like real slow movement, like I just need this poem. <laughs> And he's like, yeah. oh, my God, what? Because <laughs> she's dead on the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. And she says, because he says he's been practising his bargaining with the sea folk and they're like masters of the game. And um, Maureen says, yeah, the sea folk might be good at the game, but it was invented by the Aes Sedai. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you. Um and then and he's all about like, oh, your people are following me. And she's like, oh, I haven't sent people after you. <laughs> Yeah. She kind of freaks out when he describes them. Yeah, because they're like the black cloak people are the dark friend people or something. Yeah, probably fades because he didn't see their faces and they had the cloaks. Yeah. Um, And speaking of fades, there was a big fade attack. So Maureen runs away um, and she gets knocked off her horse by a fade and it was really hard to see. It was better on my TV. We watched on my on the computer. I don't know how much you could see, Helen, but it was a bit dark. Um, I mean, I saw a bit and the sound. I wasn't sure if it was just silent or if it was cutting in and out. <laughs> there was sound all the way through. There's always mm. music. But Dang. it's not it's not overt in that yeah. scene. It's yeah. it's muted, it's sort of spoopin'. Mm. It was a minute it was like panic. I thought it was it went like dead silent while she was standing there, but I couldn't hear oh, her yeah, breathe. My, and and then I went, Oh <laughs> it, yeah, cuts, it, was, it cuts down well, to make the dramas dramatic. Yeah, yeah, it was very dramatic because um it's it's a scene, it is very dark, and mm. if you 
put the contrast right up, you can see the special effects a bit better. So the fades actually like morph out of the shadows, like in and out of the shadows. That's how they're moving around. It's really cool. It was a bit glitchy on my end, I think, because yeah. we're buffering. We were doing the buffering thing. Uh, but I can see the bit where she visit. was, is gonna she force was behind the thing. <laughs> I kept expecting she would turn and look around the corner and turn and look around the corner and like, oh, every moment now one of them's going to pop out. And then she yeah. did and then it did and she stabbed it in the face or something. Yeah, so she like moved her foot to lure it to like jump into the shadows behind her rock mm. and she like stabbed it as it like materialized. And as she's backing up, I'm like, oh, another one's going to come behind her and it did. Yeah. Just went, but like she did then, pretty well. I think that's pretty yeah. good to, for like, and she's got a knife. Yeah. She doesn't have the power. She's really sad. And she like still manages to stab a fade in the throat. Yeah. And, I'm yeah. Like, and then Lan comes, comes flying in <laughs> to save the day. Yeah. And it's a very, um, it was a great fight scene. Other than the fade's special effects are really cool, mm-hmm. but just seeing the contrast between season one episode one when the two of them are fighting in the two rivers and it's like choreographed and epic and they're like ducking around each other and protecting each other and like how well they work as a Mm. team and then you've got this like really shitty fight (laughs) that they just crap at the marines she's on the floor she's already bleeding and they're just he's that keeps looking back at her like oh gosh oh gosh oh no what do i do and trying to fend them off and he keeps getting his ass kicked as much as he's still doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that moment where the power, she like closes it her looks, eyes again. She's like, she's trying to reach for the power. I'm like, oh, is she actually going to do it? But no, it's the other lady. Yeah, mm. it's Varian and Adelaus. We definitely see Varian and she like turns Tomasa's sword into like a fire lightsaber sword. Yeah. Stab, yeah. Which is very cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty cool fight. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty much everything in, like, the Moraine and Land storyline. Any other comments? Any um, other stream of consciousness, Caitlin? I'm looking through because it's all in order. My stream of consciousness is in order. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry. So um, the bit from the meal through to the end of the episode went, ah, quiet which is when they were commenting about (laughs) being silent and listening. And then it goes, oh, heck, Moraine did a runner. That's not enough saddlebags, lady. (laughs) She doesn't pack her bags properly. And her horse is gone. And the scary bit, Ninja Allen to the rescue. Heck yeah, Varen, fire sword. That episode went for years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that's the Moraine storyline bit. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a short break and we're back. we'll be back soon with the rest of the episode. And we're back. So let's move over to the White Tower. Yeah, this is some really cool stuff. This is probably stuff that I really enjoyed. So we begin with like a chores montage with Egwene. Yes. She's just cleaning stuff. Walks in. Yeah, she's going around with with her bucket and her bag and she's picking up stuff and putting it in her wet bucket, which doesn't make sense to me. Why would you have so much liquid in that bucket Um, if you're just picking up scraps? Um, Scraps of drinks too. Yeah, I know. but Maybe they start with water in the bucket. Yeah, 
But like it makes sense like when you get to the end of this sequence because they use it. Yeah, but they like, use the water. Yeah. Yeah. What were you about like, to say, gross. Helen? The best bit? Yeah, it's like she's going around the room and Egg walks in on Lady, the girl whose name I can't remember, but she's got Alana. the two. Yeah. She's got those two guys and she has this minute where she's like, oh, God, I walked in on them. Ah. Awkward. They're doing yeah. the sexy times all together. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I love yeah. that. Um, and we see things like like um, Liana Sadai, who we met in the first season. She's the keeper of the Chronicles. So she um, is with the Amelin seat. She's like second in command. And she just like comes breezing down the corridor and Egwene does a little bow. And then she just like throws her cup in Egwene's bucket, <laughs> basket mm-hmm. thing. And it's just like, and Egwene's like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> we're not yeah. friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she's she's been hazed. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just that she's a novice now. Yeah, she's just there for the drudge. She just does a lot of chores. And um, Nynaeve says that when she gets back to the kitchen, Nynaeve's like, like, Amalyn was like, we're going to be so powerful and we're so important. And then she just comes and now we're like just doing chores. It's a bit shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like you're not in on the secret anymore. We got to pretend. Yeah, you're not special anymore. You're just... One of the but this like, like also makes sense from like her character perspective too because yeah. she was uh, in a position of power previously. Mm, she, she was the she wisdom, was a, the wisdom, and she's come to the tower because she's been told like it's important and all of that. And she is different and she is special, and she's been told that. And then they just sort of like dump her in the kitchen and go clean this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this is, but- it's not helpful to her specifically, but it's part of the whole hazing thing where the brand new kids are the drudges and they have to learn respect for the old elders. And if they don't, like the the year previous, if they don't get to make the younger people do all the shit work that they had to do, they feel like hard done by. And it's just a archaic it's a cycle. Yeah, mm-hmm. cycle, cycle continues. Of- yeah, yeah, and um, and then Alana comes in for their lesson and. Yeah. She does, like, she she says to, because Nynaeve's, like, can't channel. She's having problems performing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Alana's like, you, you're going to be so fucking powerful. You're going to be the most powerful. And, like, there's that shot of Egwene and Egwene's like, because <laughs> Egwene wants to be best girl. She's, like, following all the rules, yeah. doing all of the right things. And then they're always talking about how Nynaeve is so awesome. Mm. And Nynaeve doesn't even care. She doesn't even want to be there. Yeah. Mm. It's that like, moment where they're like, oh, well, Evergreen is powerful, but compared to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the moment I'm thinking of. Evergreen's like, oh, <laughs> like, poor Evergreen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they do the the filter of the water thing. Mm. Um, and Nynaeve drinks the water when it's dirty, which is just... Ew. Such, such a, a badass boss. move. Yeah, I love yeah. Do you have any stream of consciousness for that bit, Caitlin? So, oh, I'm going through my stream of consciousness and separating the sections out. We forgot to mention that Moraine says the thing, the wheelie, wheelie, wheel, wheel, wheel. The wheel weaves as the wheel wills. Yeah. Yes. Yep. She yeah. says it. She says the thing, Erin. It's in the, the books, thing. Helen. It's yeah, a big important thing. Yeah. Um, she says it a lot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, stream of consciousness. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, we're talking about um, Egwene. <laughs> Yeah, Egwene and Nynaeve. Egwene and Nynaeve. Okay, so uh, stream of consciousness, it, it's the beautiful princesses, princes, which Helen won't understand because they're not in the show. Um, and 
I go, yes, naive, because she's like hanging out with the boys, learning how to stab things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and where is the next bit? Uh, so <laughs> the green boys are teaching stabbies to naive. <laughs> snack waters. <Yes>. Snack waters. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I remember uh, when a- when Egwene's walking around with her bucket, and she's looking at all the and they're all uh, the girls looking at the boys doing their fights, and she's like mm. being sad because she's lost her boy toy now, and they've got yeah, boy yeah, toys exactly. Now. And that that's that's when I was I thought that the um, attractive princes were going to be in the show, but they're not. It's making me sad. Um, yeah. So uh, snacky boys, I forget Egwene's name fairly often. So yeah, didn't I we used to call her Pigwin? Yeah, Pegwin because it was the two together. Oh yeah. Um, I still I still reckon that they're going to turn out with Perrin and Egwene. That's, Pegwin that's and Egwene. your ship name for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not like a romantic thing. He's like her water, um, yeah. because Perrin is gay, and I don't I do not truck with this straight Perrin nonsense. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> put that aside. Um, so this actress does uh, her just right. I hate her, but I love Alana though. <laughs> the sex <Yes>. toss. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Jawline. I love her. She's so creepy. <laughs> and then um, later on, I got excited. Oh no, that's that's to do with another character. Oh yeah, that's it. That's all I commented about the uh, um, Egwene and Nynaeve power plot stuff. Yeah, because um, that's yeah, so that's less interesting. <laughs> uh, I really liked it. So Nynaeve goes and does some training with the snack quarters, and they're mm-hmm. like they draw a line because Nynaeve's like, you know, Alana, Alana's such a bitch, and they're like, Alana Sadai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give her the respect yep. because you are a novice. <laughs> and we learn that Maxim Maxim's reason for joining. Uh, the tower to be a water was that he fell in love with the water, which is you know Ivon. Yeah, yeah. The guy. Ivon's like, I fell in love with an ice And then they have the <laughs> joke about being a third wheel. Yeah, poor which Maxim. is like it's like quite upsetting. Like, yeah, he's like really like, mm. and like if he turns out to like flip and um end up being a like swapping over to the bad side or like doing something um that ends up being like not what. His I said I wanted because he was he was he thought it was the right thing based on the relationship status thing. That would make sense. Like maybe they're setting that up for later. Mm, yeah, maybe. What do you think, Helen? I thought they were actually that's genuinely a joke between them, and that they actually do probably have a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah, they can maybe do that we'll as see well. More <laughs> of them. Um, yeah, I do like them. And then, and then Egwene goes and gets some threesome lessons from yeah. Alana. I don't want to talk and, uh, about doing two things at once. And she gets yeah. the sex talk. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, like, oh, how Egwene's so uncomfortable with Alana. Yeah. But at the same time, has this like, I respect her, but at the same time. Oh. And she wants to be her. So she goes yeah. and she sits down and then she like tries to arrange herself on the cushions yeah, elegantly, awkward. just like yeah. Alana is. And she yeah. just looks really awkward. <laughs> Because yeah, so she's not good. relaxed at yeah. all. She's very yeah. like tense and uptight and like it's, wants to show yeah. off. Because like she says in the like training session, like Alana goes, "It'll be easier if you use your hands." And she's like, "I don't want it to be easy. I like I want to show off how good I am." Yeah, and she like, wants to be the best girl, yeah. but it's very yeah. kind of clinical. Like to be the best, I got to do things like this rather than it being a bit more natural. Mm. Yeah, and like it's like the overachieving student sort of yeah. thing like I got to mm. get straight A's the first time without any studying or they'll know that I'm not worthwhile mm. yeah sort of vibes or she but will also feel my like she's girl. not worthwhile 
Yeah. Yeah, she, if she's not the best one, she's not worthwhile because she's yeah, a special and girl that, and she wants and to be that's the special. Like, her goal is to be the best and then the whole time it's like, yeah, but Nynaeve is actually, I'm never going to be as good as Nynaeve and Nynaeve yeah. doesn't even care. Yeah, which and is, I don't have my boy her. toy to validate me anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> I love your read of Ugh. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I love Egwene. Egwene's my girl. Um, I know you do. I try really. Yeah, hard I feel not like, like Egwene is a lot of people um, um, relate to her. Yeah, I don't relate to her at all because I've never gone like I want to be the specialist girl, and also all of the boys should love me. Like I don't, I don't understand that. <laughs> if I was a novice in the tower, I would be Egwene. I would do, except yeah. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not going to do it with my, my hands. I'm not going to use my hands. I'd just do it exactly like I was told. Yeah. And you'd try so hard and if it didn't work the first time, you'd feel like a massive failure. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And I'd be like, and it needs to be perfect. It needs to be perfect. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter like, that like no one else in the class got it the first time. You, your expectations I need to get it first. Too high. <laughs> yeah. It's a race. Yes. It's a race. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I relate to Egwene a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I relate hard to Nynaeve, as we are aware, because either I get something straight away and it's fine or I don't. And when I explain that it's not helpful, um, others don't sort of go, okay, this style of teaching or this style of communicating isn't helpful. Let's try something different. They just go, um, try Hannah. And it's like, you need a meandrin to come in and slam you against the wall and tell you there are other ways to learn. Well, yeah, no, I don't like not even that. I just need a teacher to approach it from a different angle. Yeah. I feel like she actually yeah. relates more to the warders and is learning from them more. Yeah, because yeah. they 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 teach from a different angle. Like they show you, and then they take you through it slowly, and then they they don't give you a task that you can't personally take. Like they don't. They were explaining to her when they were doing the training session in their first week as a warder trainer. A training they go in and they are put against basically everyone else and they have to fight back and they get beaten down really really hard because there's no way an untrained person would win against a group of trained warders mm-hmm. um and she's in the same position but she's not getting having like a beat down moment and then being taught how to like slowly gain the skills They've gone, this is how you learn, do this. It doesn't work for her. It won't work for her. It's never going to work for her. Just try again. And instead of going, okay, let's try and find a solution, they go, just do it better, which yeah. isn't helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's not helpful at all. What about yeah. you, Helen? Are you more of an Egwene or a Nynaeve? Uh, probably somewhere in the middle. Helen's an Elaine. Yeah, I was thinking that, but she hasn't met Elaine yet. You're going to meet you'll Helene meet- and she's got to be everything that you resonate with. Yeah, <laughs> you'll meet her soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Nynaeve gets a lesson with Leandrin. After we hear, like, there's, like, that weird, awkward Aes Sedai council about talking about the novices and they're all standing very decoratively <laughs> in this kind of garden place garden courtyard (laughs) yeah and talking about the girls and um leandrin killed a novice or a novice like we don't let you teach them because you killed someone once and she's like it's dangerous what we do (laughs) like yeah (laughs) that girl's like i still um, she's the one where it's like always up in arms about things yeah she's she's very aggressive and i love her yeah (laughs) i would hate to know a real person who was like her yeah 
Yeah, but I love, love her as a character. Yeah, yeah, she's so interesting. And the actress who plays her, Kate Fleetwood, is amazing. And she's done a bunch of interviews and things. And I was listening to one interview that she did and um, the interviewers brought up the whole, so you killed a novice, what went on there? And she says, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's I love like, it allegedly, so allegedly yeah. I killed a novice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so good. Yeah, I it's love the like, backstories and stuff. She, yeah, like, it's pretty perfect. I love this actress. Like, I know I call her Jolant jo- because I can't remember what her name is. Her name's Kate. There's so Fleetwood. many names in this book and there's two series. Yeah, so she comes in to talk to Nynaeve. Um, what did you think about that, Helen? That kind of lesson. I feel like this layer, look at the, when this layer she talks, I'm like, oh, she's going to like think she's on top of everything and set up this whole war and only for it all to come crashing down around her. Like <laughs> this What lady's, kind of war? I don't know. She wants to fight everyone, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. enough about this world, but she wants to fight everyone and she's going to like try to take down the men or something and yeah. she's going to have this whole plan, get everyone on her side and then only too late realise it's all going to blow up in her face and oh, she did all the wrong things and mm-hmm. it's going to be her fault. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I reckon she's a Snape. She's a bad guy, but she's a good guy. But she's a bad guy, but she redeems herself at the end. Yeah, it's like I thought she was, but then they had that scene with Matt, and I'm like, oh no, she is bad. (laughs) Oh yeah, she's a bad guy, but she's a good guy. But she's a bad guy. She redeems herself. Um, She gets the vibe of um, is she a bad guy or like a dark friend bad guy or just a shit person bad guy? Yes. Remember we had the conversation last time. You know how like. When you're closeted gay, you act really homophobic to like yeah, put yeah. the thing off you, and she gives me those vibes. Like she actually is she's on the other side, it. but she's overdoing it because she needs to be this because she's red, so she has to act as much as possible like this. And it's got to the point where she's this lies have snowballed that that's her life now. Yeah. <laughs> she's a complex lady, and I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very complex. Um, <laughs> and that whole like monster. What's a monster? What's a Mm. who's a monster and who's not um yeah that whole that whole scene is actually taken almost verbatim from the books there's a Mm -hmm. scene in the books there's a different character uh it's not leandrin it's a different character that does all that to nynaeve Mm -hmm. um but it is Mm -hmm. almost exactly the lesson and it makes sense because she points out straight away she's like i did this thing to you and you immediately understood what it was and fought back Mm. And clearly telling you to be a delicate flower and imagine this in your mind and just mm. do the thing isn't going to work because that's not who you are as a person. It's not how your powers work. It's not how you understand information. Mm-hmm. So there are like more than one ways to, what's that saying? Skin a cat. Yeah, yeah, more than <laughs> one way to skin a cat. And as long as they're teaching her how to use her powers safely and appropriately, then it doesn't matter what style they use. They just need to use one that she's able to understand. Mm. Yeah, and I wonder if um, they're only trying so hard with her because of how powerful she is. Like maybe there are yeah. other women, like maybe even um, the the wisdom that Nynaeve trained under who said she went to the tower and then got turned away, or she said she got turned away because she was, like, dirty. But mm. maybe there are other women who go to the tower to learn and they can't learn. They're like Nynaeve. They're kind of blocked. Mm. Um, and then they're just like, oh, well. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't yeah. think Nynaeve is like the way that's presented in the show. I don't think she's necessarily blocked per se. She's she just accesses block. her power a different way. They say mm. she's got a mental block, 
but it does but she, as soon as she needs it like she's not when she's not actively attempting to do the thing she instinctively does the thing so yeah. is the problem what they're saying it is like she's got a block she just can't access her powers properly or are they not teaching her to understand what she's doing when she's instinctively reacting to things mm. and work out how to correctly approach her access methods? It that way. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, yeah. I, this is obviously, this is coming from someone um, who I excelled at school, not because I worked hard, but because I understood the assignments very easily. Like, I could work out what the teachers wanted. I wrote so many bullshit essays. Um, which ha- weren't true. They had nothing to do with the actual question with- that was asked, but I worked out what the teachers wanted to read mm. and the teachers were like, oh, my God, this is, like, so insightful, blah, 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 blah. But if I didn't understand something, like, I don't, I still don't understand cosine or tangent um, in maths because I wasn't there that week and my teacher was not a good teacher. She didn't go back and explain it. She didn't. Um, clarify when I asked for more information. She just sort of said, well, I went over it, so you should have understood it, which is exactly what Nynaeve is experiencing. Yeah. I've already gone over it. You should have understood it. You don't understand it. That's your fault. You have a block. But when I had a teacher who was willing to just sit down and go, hey, you don't necessarily understand it the way that I explained it. Let me try a different way or let me give you a different example, I would get it. Mm. Um. And I, yeah, I, I would get blamed in school of like, I, I just, I'm not good at this thing. It's not that I wasn't good at it. It's just because it was presented in a way that doesn't work with how my brain works. Yeah. Or they didn't want to take the time to explain it in a different way. They have one method that they use and that's the only method. And therefore, mm. if you don't get their method, you are the one who's failing. Yeah. Not which them. seems very much like how yeah. the White Tower works in this yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a rant. I wasn't expecting that rant. <laughs> Surprise! You identify hard with Nynaeve. I identify hard with Nynaeve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we get this kind of Beltine segue um, where it's Beltine. Nynaeve's forgotten, which yeah. she's kind of a bit upset about. Egwene yeah. remembers and they put the like lantern up. And, and then the we see the Gwen. only shot of Rand in this episode. Yeah. Is he bald? And, oh. Hang on. Yeah, got a haircut. <laughs> Randall's head is naked. It looks better than Gently Dusted Pretty Boy. That's my comments for this episode. Yeah, yeah I was like, I don't know. Looking at it, it's like, uh, yeah, bald yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Remember we had that whole rant about that episode where he's just like gently dusted his cheekbones with dirt to indicate that he's had a rough time and like Matt yeah. next to him is like fallen down a mountain seven or eight times yeah. and has no coat. It's scruffy. <laughs> like legit scruffy, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Um, so we just have that shot to be like, actually, remember, Rand is not dead. That he's somewhere. Yeah, he's um, a special magic boy. And we also get a little, a tiny little scene with Matt as well. So Leandrin's got him prisoner. Um in the tower. Oh, yeah. I guess. yeah. Yeah, I got excited because I thought it was she's a witch, which we'll understand in the next episode. And I went, Oh, it's Jorland. <gasps> she's got Matt. <laughs> yeah, because 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 Moraine sent a message to her to go get Matt for some reason. Yeah, exactly. She go like, get Matt. And it's like, up. oh, are they secretly working together? Or have they got a weird alliance going on where they don't like each other but they have the same goals, so they're doing this? But then mm. she did that letter thing and I was like, Because oh, Moraine she's is still the same bit. amount of like sneaky duplicitous as Jawline. Mm. It's just that they have different interpretations of their goal. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, and I got excited because Matt's got an escape plan. 
which is yeah. taking the mortar out of He's the stones. Digging at the wall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, Very cool. And she read yeah. she read Perrin's message, like Nynaeve's reading it to Egwene. Egwene. Mm-hmm. And the the like postscript is like, maybe where wherever Matt is. He'll find us and it will be good. And then it's like it's like Jaw- and hopefully he's staying out of trouble and he'll find us too. Yeah, because we love him. And then like Jawline's reading the letter to Matt and, and she's like, Oh, look, no comment about you again. <laughs> How <laughs> hard. And he he is so sad and he's trying so hard not to show. He's like, like, Oh, you bitch. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. It, she's just being mean. And like, he obviously should. taking it really close to heart because he's abandoned his friends yeah, and now he they feels don't pretty love worthless him. already. Yeah. Matt has yeah. struggles. I like yeah. Matt. <laughs> yeah. I love Matt. Identify with Matt too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's segue over to Perrin. Perrin. So, yeah, we get parents. So in that Beltine sequence, he tries to take his ring off and put it on the lantern, his like wedding ring, put it on the lantern. So it's been a year since he killed, since he mm. murdered his wife accidentally. So sad. so sad. But then he can't let it go. Poor yeah. thing. <laughs> so we're just reading the notes that I wrote to oh, you yeah, about. Yeah, what's your stream of consciousness? Okay, so they're introduced and I go, Lyle, he's not dead. What a glow up for Sweet Baby because yeah. he is looking manly and rugged. And then the immediate next comment is, lol, I'm a manly man. I ride with one hand off the reins. <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet Wolfman. What's his name? Elias. Elias, who's the sniffer. Um, and then there's a bad scene where people died. And I'm like, oh, no, they died. Um, and I was looking for a character that is not yet in the series. Um, and we had a little conversation about that. Um, and then the next scene, uh, where is the next scene? Hang on. I talk about, I talk about his gay awakening. Where is it? No, that's <laughs> not later, in this episode. I, think. I don't um, think that's this episode. Yeah. So he's, oh, he's looking at his, his, um, his, his little Beltine lantern and he's looking real sad. And I was like, yes, Perrin, abandon your shitty straight persona. No, put that ring back. <laughs> 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 Because <laughs> he like he like thinks about it pensively, and he takes his ring off, and he looks at the lantern, and then he has like a whole man stupid needs to be gay, not straight, straight <laughs> worst parent. Yeah, yeah. So they're um they're hunting the horn of Valia, which got stolen at the end of season and they know one. Pad and Fane has yeah. it. Yeah, Pad and Fane took it. He just walks out of there with it. Um, we meet. So there's. Lord Ingtar is running the show, so he's the leader. And then there's Uno, who's who's really cute and funny. I don't know anyone's names. <laughs> okay, yeah, Uno, so Uno, Uno's the sweary one. The guy he's with the, the one who patch. tells the stories. Like, I would have caught, he was so close yes. if only you guys yeah. hadn't blundered off. The fish them. was this big, I swear, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're laughing at him and he's like, yeah. you are taking, taking the, the piss. piss. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's Uno. Um, we love Uno. He's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um, and we also meet, so they've, we meet Elias, who is this mysterious dude with yellow eyes. Who yeah, just I was like, he, I looked at him and, and was like, have we seen him before? Have we just seen no, similar did yellow eyes. vibe? This is the first shot of him in okay. the show. Yeah. He's going to teach 
Perrin all about his wolf senses. Oh yeah. My God. yeah. So we do see once he leads them to like the massacre. So some traveling people, some tinkers have been killed. Um, and then there's like kind of time kind of almost stops and Perrin's eyes turn yellow. And then he, and he sort of a sees a flashback magic, of what yeah. happened. Little girl running away and he does a little robot dance towards her. Yeah. Because he's very stiff. Straight Perrin is so stiff. It's ridiculous. It was like, it's like is that the same little girl in the cold op- in the opening? <laughs> like, I, I don't know because so. I think someone looked very closely and was like, no, it's a different person. But it's it just is. they had very similar clothes and hair. Yeah. Thing going yeah on. So that is probably at least suggesting that the girl and her mum at the Dark Friends Social are tinkers. Possibly. If they're wearing those kind of clothes, yeah. whether yeah. they're the same ones. Um, so it just shows that they are, there's yeah. tinkers there too, dark friends among the tinkers. I and think then they've they got f- representatives of every type. Yeah. So they find <laughs> there's a dead dog and who like killed a Shinaran and um, some of the Shinarans get very upset it's that it's one of theirs who's a dark friend. How dare they? Um, and then Ingtar has some, Ingtar and uh, Perrin have a, a conversation. Do you remember what happened, Helen? Uh, he, he's going on about how um, what's-his-face, the travelling merchant guy, and how they used to welcome him into their town and they had drinks and he was always so nice to Matt and, oh, he was a friend and, oh, and I just see the way he... And then he repaid our kindness by t- the Trollocs and how he's so upset and mad about it. And I want to kill this wants- guy and I don't know how to stop myself. And then he, other guys, this moment... Like everybody said exactly something like, well, maybe he had a reason and it's not yeah. a reason you would like, mate, perhaps, but it's worth asking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah which, which makes me think that this guy has a reason. <laughs> yeah. It's suspicious. Yeah, it is. And it's going back to that um, the thing from the start of like what's a monster and what's a man? Why do mm. people do things? Yeah. And then some things that they, some choices that they make might make them look like they're a monster. Well, that they're bad, but what's the reason behind it? What's the, yeah, that might change how you see them. Yeah, I think it's an interesting, interesting little conversation. Yes. Yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much it. Has any, anyone got anything else to say about things that happened in this episode? Do we remember anything else? I want Doby Doby's hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Is that the Beltine is supposed to be like a replacement for Christmas in this world? We have Beltine here. It's their um it's their spring equinox, I think. Oh. Yeah. If you look oh, up Beltine. It's the end of winter. Yeah, it's, or a it's, it's like the May Maypole Festival. thing. Mm. Like it's that. Um you jump the Beltine fires. Yeah, it's like the May stuff. the Maypole. Mm. Because like it's just because one of them said Mary Beltine and I was like, oh, is that what that is? Yeah. yeah, um, well, yeah. Bel- Beltine or Beltine, um, that's an accent, I'm not doing it, um, is the Gaelic May Day Festival marking the beginning of summer. It is traditionally held on the 1st of May or about midway between the spring, spring, spring equinox and summer equinox solstice. Yeah. Historically, yeah. it was widely observed in Ireland, Scotland and the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. so I think it's kind of because in the books it's very clear that um, Xabs at the very beginning that they're so Rand and his father are on their way into town 
for the Beltine celebrations. Yeah. It's been a really long, cold winter. It should be getting warmer now, but it's still kind of winter and everyone's kind of worried about it. Um, but they talk about that it's like like basically starting the like spring planting and harvesty stuff. So it's mm. yeah. and winter's over. Let's have a party, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that was The Wheel of Time Season 2, Episode 1. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Helen, do uh, you have any vague predictions as to which ooh, direction yeah. this series is going to go? What happens um, next? Um, they all got to get care. reunited at some point. <gasps> okay. <laughs> so the, the band's going to get back together. Yeah. yeah and they got to find out Rand's alive at some point. He's got to do some I have to be the main character heroic shit, you know. Yes. <laughs> I love that Helen hates him as much as I do. Where was, where was Moraine going? I don't know, but she's something to do with the poem. Yeah, so Car- once we find Karen. out about the poem, we she's might. She's going to go to Karen. Kyrian. Yes, sorry. <laughs> what happened to those people that were on the boats that we were invading last time? Has that not happened yet? <laughs> oh, it's happened. I think we'll find out about them later. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the very, very end of season one. Yes. That was a zoom out. Girl girl on stage five. Yeah. yeah. That big exciting ending. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I do like the parallel. So like the first episode of season one, there was the bath. Um mm. and the and, fight. And the mm. fight. And then there's the bath and the fight. And this one, um, the last episode ends with a little girl looking up into a uh, tsunami. immense threat. The first episode cold opens with a little girl running little from girl. her threat and encountering a bigger threat. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 all very poetic. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so we have a shiny new Discord server and would love for you to join the conversation on all things neat. You can find the link to join in the show notes to this episode. Really looking forward to getting the chat going. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. We're also on Blue Sky at Isn't It Neat. You can email us on isn'titneatpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a review because that really helps us out. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. <laughs>